0: have peace of mind while navigating the school system and life. Give your child the opportunity to thrive instead of just barely survive. And now, the founder of With a Twist, Amber Scotchburn. Hi, it's Amber Scotchburn, and are you ready to get twisted with me today? Today's podcast is going to be entitled Grades Do Not Define Intelligence. And again, if you've been listening to my previous podcast, you'll know that the first basically one to about 48 podcasts are just information Um, Driven, So I'm just sharing with you a lot of information. And this is information that I've gathered because I was a social worker and then a school teacher and then now run a tutoring agency and have for the past number of years. And so I have worked with kids and parents my entire career. And as I'm 42, <laughs> and admitting this to everybody across the world, um, I have had quite a few years of experience in terms of my profession. And I also have uh, two biological kids and two bonus kids. And we've also had homestay students for the past couple of years. So at even any given time, we have anywhere from four to six kids that uh, live with us, and that we guide. And so I do have quite a bit of experience (laughs) in terms of parenting, uh, alongside all the education that I've had. And so grades do not define intelligence. And what these next set of podcasts, so from about 49 till whatever podcast number we're at now, in the 50s somewhere, they're more reflection ones. So I've shared this information with you and now I want to help you figure out that if something on there has resonated with you, how do you want to change things up? So grades do not define intelligence. Would you agree that every child goes into school wanting to be successful? And yet the system that kids go into, the school system, is primarily set up for perfection and not for learning from your mistakes. So really, shouldn't school be looked at as an entire sum, be it a year at a time or for the potential 13 plus years that a child could be in school for? Instead of being looked at as, you know, Johnny did a math test where he got an F or, you know, failed or even a C. Some houses a B is not great. And we're just like, oh, Johnny, why did you get that? And there's this big focus on it and kind of that picture in your head where it's a big red marker all the way through the, the task with the mark at the front or the front at the top of the page. And wouldn't it be better if you're like, well, school's a journey and it takes 13 years to do it. So what if there's one test where he got that, or a series of tests because we need to look at all the other things that are going on around little Johnny as opposed to just that one moment in time. So let's remember, tests are the main source of assessment that determine your child's grade in insofar as most of the school systems around the world. Now there are some of you that might be listening in places where testing is not the norm and I congratulate your school systems but where testing is the norm and then testing leads to grades and then we view those grades as what's important or not and define our child by them and have their the child's our children define themselves by them we need to be really clear that grades do not define intelligence. Tests what are typically measuring is a specific subject and a specific area of that specific subject They're not measuring persistence. You don't get to take a test 20 million times they're not measuring curiosity, like, well, you know, that's great that two plus two equals four, but what if two plus two didn't equal four? And, And the whole thought process that could come out of just talking about something as opposed to having to have this black and white right answer. And yes, I'm obviously giving a little bit of sarcasm in terms of two plus two does equal four, but where's the curiosity that we give in school? or that we encourage students to have. Enthusiasm, tests don't measure enthusiasm. What if the child really did study and really does even really like that particular topic and then they don't do well? We don't measure the enthusiasm. Leadership, what if the child couldn't study for the test because at home they have to prepare dinner or they have to have a part-time job, or whatever the different circumstances that could be around it, and maybe the studying wasn't a priority on that particular moment in time doesn't measure creativity so kind of can go along with curiosity but going going bigger than what the question of the test is asking and coming up with a totally different answer. I actually bought a a book and um, it's all these funny answers that kids have given um, during tests and actually what I'll do is is find that book and then I'm going to make Um, a podcast where I share some of those answers because they're pretty funny. And so it probably could be a podcast or more just on the answers. But, you know, we don't give kids rewards for creativity. It has to be a black and white answer that they need to give. Resourcefulness. So you know what? What if the child doesn't understand that particular concept, but they've, they've taken a piece of something and they've liked it so much that they've went off on a different tangent about it? So for instance... We were tutoring a child or we are tutoring a child and they love the fashion industry. And so, you know, what sparked an interest was a question about something to do with the fashion industry or maybe it was something to do with their favorite designer. And so, you know, they had to give their black and white answer. But it propelled them to go want to go into research way more about it. But no credit was given for that. Right? And if they didn't get the, that right particular answer, like, when was this fashion, um, oh, I know what it was first for, for history. So they had to say when this particular fashion came out. And if they didn't get the year right, who cares? If they went off and they investigated all this other stuff about fashion because it sparked their interest, wouldn't we want to give kids rewards for that? What about self-discipline? So what about the kid that did sit down and did study and just didn't do well on a test? What about a sense of wonder? Like, okay, that's great that we're doing this about World War II, but what if, you know, somebody had stopped Hitler? How would that have changed things? Or where is the Hitlers of today and and what's going on with them? And, And that could fall into big picture thinking. What about compassion, right? Where do we teach compassion through doing a test? Where do we teach reliability or motivation or humor or empathy? or a sense of beauty (laughs) or resilience through test taking, right? So there's so much that we do not grade on. We just grade on the specific, does Johnny know this specific math concept at this specific point in time? And that's all a test measures and yet that's what grades are based on and then kids define themselves by grades and parents define their kids by grades. What if we look at our child as a plant? And if a plant gets put in the right environment with the right things, it grows. So for instance, the plant that has the sun that it needs or the shade that it needs or the plant that has the food that it needs or the water, those plants are gonna grow. When a plant doesn't grow, we look at it and we think, what are all the things we could do to change the environment of this plant? We don't say, oh, this is the dumbest plant I've ever met, (laughs) I give up, right? And yet, lots of times, that's what happens with the kids in our school systems. And I should mention to you, too, that um, there's tests that are measuring something at a specific moment in time, but what if we look at what else is happening in that person's world? So did something in their, in their world change? We had a child, straight A student up to a certain point, had one year where she failed. Everything, cross the board, every subject, pretty much. 11%, 20% in her courses. Did anybody stop to think, like, what else is going on in this child's world? And what else was going on in this child's world was a major, controversial, very conflictual separation. There was some grandparent generational issues happening. They had a teacher that or a series of teachers that they didn't really feel connected to. They didn't understand that going from grade school to high school was this huge amount of responsibility. They had never been taught how to ask questions. So as they were feeling very overwhelmed, they didn't know what to do. So That's a snapshot of everything that could be going on for a child. And yet we go, oh, they didn't understand this math concept. So I'm really hoping through doing this podcast that you really start to talk about what grades mean amongst your friends, amongst the teachers that your children have, and amongst your children and yourself, and really understand that it doesn't define their intelligence. It simply defines where they're at at this point in time in a specific situation subject or part of a subject. It doesn't go into everything else that could be happening in their world. So really don't depend on the school system to figure that out for you though. You need to talk to your children about it to figure out what's going on with them. Get really curious with them. Teach them how to get curious with themselves. And then you take that information and you get curious with their teacher. So for instance, my son, he was off school for a week. With this uh, cold, that I'm not sure if it's went around in your house, uh, depending on where you are on the world, but I know it's been going around a lot of um, our homes in our community, and it's like this weird cold that sometimes you have a sore throat, and then you think that part's gone, and the cold's gonna be gone, and then it's in your nose, then it's in your head, and it seems to just keep going and going, and. Um, You know, that could be the flu that somebody has, or it could be a series of they have to work extra for something, or maybe there's ongoing battles going on in the house or whatever it is so you know you get curious with your child you figure it out and then you take that information to the teacher and you say you know what i know that uh, my son was supposed to write the test on this day and and you know what he wasn't prepared there were so many other things going on in his world this wasn't a priority can we please reschedule can we please do a rewrite so you know just getting curious with your child and then bringing that information forward and teaching them how to bring that information forward understanding that when they do get a grade that we don't reward or punish. So, you know, the child, "Oh, my child's getting all A's. Awesome. It means they understand all those concepts right now." "Oh, my child's getting all C's. Well, they don't understand all the concepts they're being taught right now." So, being really neutral about what a grade actually is, but being so happy if your child notices, "Hey, you know what, I got see, and I'd like to get an A. Can I help? Can you help me figure out how I could do different? I could be different on this. You know, mom, I'm really not liking this teacher. But I know that I need to get a better grade if I would like to go to university, as an example. How can we do this? You know, you've had to probably deal with people in life, mom, that you didn't like. What did you do? Right, Or you would do the reverse. You see your child struggling and you say, oh, I had this boss once, I had to get along with them, and this is what I did, or this is how I did it. Or I had this big project once, and I knew that I also had work, and we had a family thing, and so I just kind of restructured how I did it. And I talked to the teacher about it, and we made a more fluid plan, as opposed to this set black and white deadline. So invite your kids to have those conversations with you. Invite your kids to have the voice to have the conversation with others? How much communication do you have with your child's teachers? You know, there's that whole um, frame of reference around a helicopter parent. And so, oh, nobody wants to be a helicopter parent and be right over their child and be so focused on them that we don't teach them independence. I'm not suggesting that, but I am suggesting that until you change the culture of your house, and your thoughts and your beliefs, and then the schools change their cultures and thoughts and beliefs, you're going to have to be involved with your child's teacher and with your child and getting them to uh, have a voice and learn. But really, it starts with you, right? And it starts with you changing your perspective on what a mark is and what a grade is and what that actually just means. So some ways to do that is, say your child says to you, uh, or, sorry, say your child comes home with a, with a bad grade, quote-unquote. How are you going to talk that through with them? Think about a, a friend approaching you, them calling you, oh my goodness, I just got Sally's report card and she got a C. Or she just came home and she failed a test. What would you say? How could you talk them through it based on what you now know? How could you tell them what a test actually is measuring? How could you tell them to look at it differently and work on what would be important there? So is it important to change the mark? Is it important to change the understanding of that concept? Is it important to raise their self-esteem and then worry about those other pieces? Besides school grades, what else are you trying your child's self-worth to? If it's just a school grades, guys, change that up. What else do they do? All those things that I said that grades don't measure. Like, are they curious? Are they creative? Are they a big picture big picture thinker? <laughs> do they link their passions? Do they try? Do they give it their best? All of those things make up your child. Do they interact well with others? I could go on and on. The grade does not define your child. So what other things could you put them in or do with them to have them see that they're self-confidence doesn't need to be defined by their grade. Where else could you point out how they're intelligent other than by their grades? Do you look at your child in a growth or a fixed mindset? Do you look at your child and say, hey I have to look at the factors around what's going on as opposed to, uh, oh, it's just my child and I'm not even gonna work with them <laughs> on what could be different. When is the last time you looked up something new, you learned something new, you put yourself in an environment where potentially you would fail and then you picked yourself back up? Maybe you do something like that with your child. Maybe you guys take a course together or something together or maybe you have your child teach something to you so that you can understand what it's like to learn again and have to redo it all and fail and then say to your child, hey, look. I did fail at this. And yet I picked myself back up again. Or you know what, I failed at this and I didn't try it again. Maybe there's somewhere in your history that you can share that with them and how that has not worked out for you or how it has. But like, for instance, for me, I was taking piano lessons, took them for years, was apparently quite talented. And I had one bad recital and I would, I refused to go back to Piano, and I totally regret that. It would be awesome to play the piano now, and and yet I let that one situation and those around me, right? My family, they didn't sit me down and say, "Hey, what happened there?" And you just you just made a mistake. Who cares, right? It was just this horrible thing, and I had such feeling, such a strong feeling about it. I never went back. Share those stories with your children, and um thank you so much for listening. I really look forward to hearing from you. Parenting with a Twist on our Facebook page or parentingwithatwist.com if you want to check us out or send us any information. Share your story about failure. Ask us questions about why we really don't feel that grades define intelligence. If you need more work to do at home or you have a situation you're not really sure and you need some help working through, let us know good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you are around the world. And thank you so much for getting Twisted with us today. Great to have you with me today at With a Twist. Please don't forget to give me a five-star rating on iTunes. That would be much appreciated, as well as follow me on Facebook at Amber Scotchburn. Thanks so much.